Well, hello, everybody. This is... Wrestling 101 with Jess. I'm your host, Jess, and this is co-host... Stephen Booth, the host with the most, the savvy no, with the baby, no, 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 the no, most no, recognizable no, no, no. voice in podcasting Stop. today, the American to... Dad, Stephen. Do that on your podcast, not on my podcast. I can't do the wrestlers. I can't. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And bless me, even. Yes, we got a lot to start the show out with today before we start getting into our stories. Um. Last weekend, we went to a local wrestling show. Then fine. You tell them the first part if you want to tell them. Local wrestling show that comes to town, APW, which is Advanced Pro Wrestling. I'm uh, not for sure where they're out of, but they come to town, and they do a pretty real good show. Yeah. They've been here twice. We've made both shows, and they are awesome. Yeah. And after this podcast, we're going to... Send it to over there. Well, whatever it is. We're just going to tag it when we put this on tomorrow, Jackson. Yeah, and that's funny. One of the wrestlers are named Jackson. I'm Jackson. Yeah, there was a wrestler. There's a wrestler named Jackson. And plus, there's wrestlers like cheating. And so, they're not getting paid. Yeah. Because they're always like cheating. For cheating. And they are not coming back to the... Um, wrestling thinking, so always cheating. Well, they're going to come back. Their guys being handcuffed, remember? Oh, yeah. You weren't paying attention, were you? You no. want to tell the stories all the time, but you never pay attention to tell the stories. I was crying all right. Yeah, he, Jackson got pretty mad when Jackson lost. Because Jackson's a good guy instead of that other two Yeah. Yes, it's a good show, but y'all look them up. It's Advanced Pro Wrestling, and if you're listening to this and you're in Mineral Wells, next weekend, they'll be, it's coming weekend, they're going to be in Cleburne, but the weekend after that, they're going to be back at Mineral Wells again. <coughs> so, that ought to be fun and a good time. It's pretty cheap, too. And plus, y'all guys can even get shirts there, but they don't have kid size. They have yeah, it's hard size. to find the little kid sizes. But dang, the they brought pizza the last time. It sold out quick. The pizza was gone quick. Yeah, so I just ate my hot dog fast. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Oh, Jason comes out. I was really excited. Yes. All right, are you ready, brother? Let's get on with the brother. Well, on today's episode, but yeah, like I said, give a shout out to uh, APW. Look them up on Facebook. I think they got a, a, a home internet page to uh, over website. Um, yeah, but they got some good wrestlers. They put on a good show, and it's awesome. Awesome. Maybe and we can get them for an interview. At seven to nine, I mean eight. Yeah, they usually the so the bleh, the shows start from like seven, start at seven. They're over by nine thirty. It's yeah. pretty good. I mean, the time flies by. But I sometimes mean, they have to. Sometimes these bad people come out and beat the living heck out of these other people that are good. Yep. That's kind of stupid. <laughs> That's just what the hills do. But y'all look them up, though. Advanced Pro Wrestling, uh, APW. Look up Jason and the Renegades. They're good. My sister loves them. Um, yeah. Uh, there's she Jackson. <laughs> there's that uh, Archer. Um... Seth? Seth, yeah, 
I don't remember the champion. Yeah, name. me neither. Um, but y'all look them up. They're a pretty good little uh, wrestling company. Yeah, they are awesome. So. All right, man. Oh, crap. You know what we didn't do? What? We didn't turn on the TV for AEW. How to record? No, we're recording. We just have to watch it when we're done. Yeah. Okay, like I said, we're going to go over The Undertaker first, first part of his career, and then we're going to go over the uh, um, Hardy Boys. Okay, the early years of uh, The Undertaker from like 84 to 1990. He made his debut in 1984. How he got his start is he kept coming up here to Dallas when the Von Erics were big, and he kept coming up there, coming up there. And then finally, finally they hired him. And then they uh, then they started uh, training him and stuff. Holy crap. Yeah, so that's when he started wrestling was uh, in uh, Dallas. He debuted in 1984 in Dallas. Um under uh texas red yeah under texas red and the wrestling company at the time down here was a world world class championship wrestling the wccw wow that's what i grew up watching is pretty good pretty good wrestling wow okay i said his name was texas red uh of course he lost his first match because his first match was against two bruiser brody and and he he we never seen it. Oh. And Bruiser Brody uh beat his butt. Yeah, that was his first match. But then in uh, in 1988, after four years in the uh, promotion, he left. And after leaving the WCCW, Mark joined the uh, CWA, which was a uh, Jerry Jarrett. Owned it, and then he worked. He wrestled there for a little bit, and then he went to the WC or to the WCW. And then, yeah, that's right. Oh, I missed its part. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I usually I write that stuff down, and I'm getting used to the uh, printing it stuff out now instead of uh, writing it all the time. But yeah, so just bear with me. But I missed its part in the uh, when he was with, with the uh, UCWA, he wrestled Jerry the King Lawler, and uh, the Lawler uh, pinned him. One, two, three. He yeah, he pinned him after a clothesline, and then uh, after that, WCW declined declined to uh, renew his contract. So he uh, lost his last match to Sting on September 1st of 1990. Yeah, Sting is kind of popular now since he left WWE. Yeah, he's always been popular, though. Then, briefly, he wrestled in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling as the Punisher. And, as the Punisher, Dice Morgan. And in October of 1990... He signed with the WWE, the World Wrestling Federation. I love that. All right. Then he went, uh, before he went to the uh, WWE, he uh, did a little bit of wrestling 
with the USWA with build uh, under build Dun- or with build Dundee and uh, Jerry Lawler and them. But then that's when after that that's when he came to the WWE. Came to WWE in 1990. I remember when he first came out. That dude was like huge. He was a big guy. But he retired, which is kind yeah. of sucks. Yeah, but he's been wrestling forever, Jackson. You got to remember, he started wrestling when I was... Kid. Yeah, I was... Oh, heck, I was like 13. Dang, you've yeah. been wrestling that long? Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay, when he went to the WWE, he came... Um, uh, his name was Kane the Undertaker. Wait, what? And supposedly... Why his name was uh, Kane was that was because of his brother Kane that was supposedly dead. But See, he wasn't. yeah, but he wasn't. Well, anyways, he showed up at Survivor Series and uh, he beat up uh, Coco Beware, and then he beat uh oh no, then he uh, after beating up uh, Coco Beware, then Dusty Rhodes uh, got him. So then he didn't last too long in it. Well, after his first appearance, uh, they started dropping the cane and just started going by the Undertaker. So the Undertaker stuck with him. He, uh, after Survivor Series, hmm. Anyways, are you getting tired, buddy? No, it's just, I'm t- yeah, you're right, I'm tired. Sure. Anyways, the appearance of the Undertaker was uh he kind of went after the old way the uh his character was the uh, old uh, mortician guy that worked in the funeral homes. That was his gimmick, his stick. And he would come out to flames and lightning and stuff, oh, you know, yeah, and like Yeah. And then Later on, he came, well, when his first manager was with, with Brother Love, and then after uh, Brother Love, he went to uh, Paul Bear. Remember Brother Love, the guy with the red face that would always go, I love you. He's stupid. And he just always grins. He always goes, oh, He's got I them love glasses. You. Yeah. And then he and just runs off. Well, then uh, Undertaker, that, and then the, uh, that's when Paul Bear. Oh, the Undertaker! And they used to try and light him yeah. his eyes to make him finish him off. Well, that's when uh, well, he, like I said, he dropped the uh, Brother Love and got Paul Bear, <laughs> and then he made his WrestleMania debut at WrestleMania Seven, where he uh beat the snot out of Jimmy uh Jimmy Superfly Snooker pretty fast. <clears throat> the uh, win was his first. Un- that was his first. Match it for Wrestle. That was his first match at WrestleMania, and he won, and that's what started the streak. Wow! With how much he lost? Yeah. Because Randy Orton Evolution. Yes. Then after a year of battles with the uh, Ultimate Warrior and body bag matches, Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan, and he defeated. Quit. I'm right in the middle of reading. Quit kicking me. After a year uh, battling with the uh, Warrior in uh, ba- uh, bag matches, I guess that's where they stick them in body bags. That's how they get a win. 
That's yeah. stupid. Well, that was the concept. Well, then Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan, uh, he defeated Hogan to win the uh, first WWF championship. That was his first WWF championship. He knew one of that Survivor Series. The WWF Jack uh, Turney ordered a rematch for uh, that Tuesday in Texas. Six days later, where the Undertaker dropped the belt or dropped her title. The Undertaker lost to Hogan, and Hogan got the belt back. And now, his early some of his earlier feuds he had. His first one was with Jake the Snake, and uh, he had uh, lots of matches with uh, some matches with him. And then, like Randy Savage, they had a couple, but some of his good uh, rivals and stuff, I think, was uh, good. Shawn Michaels, that was one of the rivals. Yeah, Shawn Michaels better than Triple H. Yes. Triple H, all he does is okay, but we're not talking about Triple H. Mm-hmm. The Undertaker is who we're talking about. But I think his matches with Shawn Michaels, that was a good feud. Yeah, but Shawn And then when him and Kane had that feud, and I'll get into that in a yeah. minute. Not now, though. I'm getting there. But yeah, that's who I think he had some good feuds with. Uh, then uh, the when he came around, that's when they kind of started doing some of these uh, uh, God uh, casket matches. I love those. Yes. Yeah, well, then when uh, Yokozuna, you remember him, the big old guy? Rock's dad. No. Uh, Never mind. He was the big old Chinese wrestler, Yokozuna. Oh, yeah. I know. That's good. That put his his butt in your face. They started, uh, you know, kind of started that. Well, he had a feud, like I said. With Randy Savage and uh, Tucker, Tucker, Tucker. And then at Survivor Series, he had a uh, match with the great Gonzalez, whom he defeated by disqualification at WrestleMania 7. Wow. And by pinfall at SummerSlam in November. Wow. Yeah. Then in 93, that's when uh, Yokozuna. And him had a casket match. Yeah, you need to go back and watch some of them casket matches with The Undertaker. I watched, I watched one of them and with The Undertaker and The Fiend on that one guy's channel. He's good. Well, for that match, uh, Yokozuna won with the help of a lot of people from the back to keep the door shut on The Undertaker. Then the Undertaker spirit appeared inside the casket on the video screen, warning that he would return. This began the Undertaker's first hiatus in reality, and he had a back injury. That's why he took off. And that's why they did what they did, so he could go get his back fixed. Because, you know... Even though that stuff is still predetermined. It's not fake. And they know what's going on. And they know who's going to win. It's not. They really get hurt. I yeah, mean. It's like they don't like come out there and like they know what they're going to do. Yeah, they really get hurt and get messed up. Yeah, the other person does not know what the other person's going to do. So they just fight. 
Because I proved Joker and MJF. They felt. Okay, then... After WrestleMania 8, I believe. Oh, yeah, WrestleMania 8. Ted DiBiase introduced The Undertaker back to the WWF. The Undertaker, however, played by Brian Lee, was doubled. The uh, Underfaker. That's when the uh, the fake Undertaker came back. I remember that kind of feud he had. And the fake Undertaker, too. Yeah, there was a fake Undertaker and the real Taker. So it was the Underfaker and the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'll take a good one. That's a <laughs> fake one. I remember that. That was pretty funny. Well, they came, he came back and they battled at SummerSlam. And between the two with the real, the real Undertaker won the match with... Match after three Tombstone Power Drivers. Dang! Then, at Survivor Series, he had another freaking match with Yokozuna this time. A casket match, and Chuck Norris was standing guard. He'd I, kick him. I don't like that, dude. He's mean to people. Uh, he's mean. Bruce Lee beat him up. Bruce Lee? Yeah. Well, uh, the Undertaker ended up. Uh, I think. Well, now wait a minute. King Kong and yeah, the Undertaker won the match, even though people tried to come down and interfere, like Bam Bam Bigelow and King Kong Bundy. Oh, that dude. Yeah, that big guy that I'm watching on uh, W. He started out in the WCCW. That guy's kind of mean and kind of nice. Yeah, he turns his back on people. Yeah, every time when they, like... Then, then throughout most of 1995, The Undertaker feuded with members of Ted DiBiase's uh, Million Dollar dollar Corporation. Then at WrestleMania 9, The Undertaker was uh, facing King Kong Bundy, Kuma, Kuma... uh, anyways, he was facing Mustafa, King Kong Bundy. Yeah, okay, okay, blah, blah, blah. sorry about that. He was facing King Kong Bundy, and Mustafa stole the Undertaker's source source of the story power line. The mm, then uh, disres- the the urn. And then disrespected the Undertaker by melting it into a large cold, uh, a large gold necklace as part of the angle. The two faced each other at a casket match at SummerSlam, where the Undertaker won. Man, I forgot how many casket matches the Undertaker had. Don't forget. Kane you don't black. forget. No, remember there's a fake cane and a fake and a real cane, remember? Yeah. But that was like fifty. I don't even know. Then he had uh, some more matches, some more feuds with other guys like Justin uh, Hawk Bradshaw. Hey, a cousin, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> and he had some good. Uh, he had a good rival with. Uh, uh, mankind. They had a good feud too. Yeah. Some good boiler matches. Twitter and Johnson. Yep. Yeah. 
they had some good feuds. But then I'm going to fast forward a little bit here to WrestleMania 13, where The Undertaker defeated Sid Vicious to win the WWF Championship again for the second time in his uh, career. I've never seen someone have to keep on yeah. Then Paul Bearer attempted to rejoin with The Undertaker using the threat of revealing Taker's biggest secret. Oh, I remember that storyline. The storyline on this one, it, this one was that The Undertaker, as a kid, was playing with fire, and he's the one, he burnt the house, and he killed his parents. He always thought it was him that killed his parents, and killed his brother Kane, but his brother Kane supposedly survived. And the Undertaker, Paul Bearer, this whole time took care of him and stuff, and kept him from the Undertaker. Oh yeah. Kept, kept telling him how the Undertaker hated him and stuff. I remember when Kane was talking about that on my own. Yeah. On that on WWE, I was watching. And where Kane has anger problems. And then Paul Bearer, that's when he started coming out saying he's a murderer, murderer. He actually, he's just like. Uh, well, then at. Where was it where they he appeared? Anyway, uh, when Kane appeared. Well, uh, like I say, just give me a minute. I need to highlight that stuff, I guess, better so I can see it. I'm not used to their writing. I'm used to mine. <laughs> Anyways, Paul Berg, you know, kept announcing he was a murderer and told the story about uh, his brother, Kane, who was still alive, of course, but burnt. And uh, Berg raised Kane after the fire. <coughs> Kane was waiting for revenge after all these years in uh, defense of the Undertaker response that Kane, a, a phenomic, had been the uh, one to set the fire and could not have possibly survived. I always thought that was Kane because he always yeah. developed fire. Well then Then the next his next big storyline in ninety seven was with Shawn Michaels when he accidentally hit the Undertaker with the steel uh chair in the head but he was trying to hit uh hit brett the hitman heart but he hit the undertaker well you know of course that started their feud then the undertaker uh inner uh what well, that cost undertaker the uh, the heavy, the wwf wwf belt no okay way before that anyways michaels kept taunting the undertaker the following weeks and then at In Your House at Bad Blood, The Undertaker challenged Michaels to a, to the first Hell in the Cell match. I recommend everyone to go back and watch its first Hell in the Cell match. And this is where Kane came out. The Undertaker was kicking Sean's butt. I mean, Sean was holding his own, but Kane was... That was a very good cage match. Damn good cage match. Yeah, I remember first cage match that I watched with the Undertaker was with Mankind. Yeah, remember but this was the first first one. Yeah. Well, in the middle of the match, that's when Kane came back and he came down the aisle, ripped the door off the hinge, oh, and went that. in there and choke slammed and uh, gave him the Tombstone Power Driver. I just saw Michael as well. One, two, three. Yeah. Minutes. 
cave. Undertaker and Shawn Michaels feud. And then the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels had another had a casket match at the uh, Royal Rumble that year, where Kane cost the Undertaker the match by tripping him in the coffin. So after that, then the Undertaker started going after uh, Kane. Then the ankle and oh wait, the Undertaker returned to continue the angle with uh to with the angle and defeated Kane at the next uh at the next WrestleMania that year. The Undertaker was booked to win by oh he was set to win by setting Kane's right arm on fire. Ooh, yeah. Yep. Then the longtime feud with the uh, Mankind. Like I said, they had some good matches. They had some good boiler matches, but they had a good. Uh, they had a good Hell in the Cell match. Yeah. It was like sixteen feet fall from when he smashed. Remember into the Spanish announce tables yeah, and like Nick Foley, and, like, and he goes. Ooh. Right through the tables outside. And that's when Undertaker won because could came could make him like no, I can't. And so that's when. Well, then after that, in July, Stone Cold and the Undertaker became tag team partners, and they won the championship championship belts. They defeated Kane and Mankind to uh, get the belts. I know. I might just cut it short here in just a little bit. I might do it right after this part here. Okay. Then at Survivor Series, Undertaker returned his attention back to the previous feud with Austin for having stolen him uh, from the title on Judgment Day. They had their big uh, match and at Judgment Day, and yeah, Undertaker, I believe, he lost that one. And then he started feuding with The Rock some. Then in 99, The Undertaker uh, started the uh, the uh, Ministry of Darkness. That's where they took Stephanie and put her on that cross and stuff. Oh, yeah, and she was. Yeah, and come to find out, it was Vince McMahon running it the whole time. So, yeah, it was Vince McMahon running it the whole time. Putting her own daughter in danger? Yeah. Then The Undertaker began a storyline, and he teamed with The Big Show for a while. And they uh, won the tag team championships twice. And then at uh, Unforgiven... He uh, had a growing injury and knocked him out of the out of action for a while, but then when he came back in two thousand, that's when he went with the angle of the American badass. I remember that. Yeah. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go ahead and cut this off right here, and this might just. The Undertaker's had such a long career. It might take us three episodes for him. Yeah, longer than um, the Hardy Boys. Yeah. Hardy Boys ain't going to take that long. Because they're hardy. <laughs> hey, this is, you wanted to do a podcast on wrestling. No. You're not the one who has to edit and research. 
Okay, here we go with the Hardy Boys. Take it away, Jackson. What's their music? I don't know. I don't. I forget the um, last part. I'm not. I can't remember exactly. But all right. We're going to start with the Hardy Boys. They started wrestling in, this is the the first part of their career from 93 to 98. Matt and his his brother were a tag team in 1993 after Jeff's debut in Trampling Wrestling Federation, the TWF. The promotion went by several names, and in 97 it was uh, memorized as an organization of modern extreme grappling arts. Due to, uh, oh, the duo worked in several uh, North Carolina independence promotions, so they grew up in North Carolina. They would do their own shows. They would take their own ring. They had this ring that was kind of a trampoline, but they made it into a ring, and they would go do shows I remember at that. carnivals and stuff. I remember that one old video that I watched with Matt Hardy showing his kid how to wrestle. Yeah. They're like, elbow, jumping on him and stuff. Well, then, uh, towards the end of 98, that's when they uh, started working with, you know, they do you realize they worked with uh, the WWE from 98 to 2009? That's almost 10 years. And and that's funny how they have separate wrestling to do. Uh Jeff Hardy's on Monday Night Raw, and Matt Hardy's on Yeah. Wednesday night. Well, uh, when they first started wrestling, they were teenagers. They were like 19 years old. Mm. Yeah. But they were just uh, jobbers. They would always lose matches. They just kind of were, they just got brought in so the other guys could beat up and look good. Well, then after uh, doing that for a while, okay. After being okay, after doing that for a while, and then after being signed to a contract in '98, they were trained by Dory Funk Jr. in his funk or in his funking funkin dojo. That's how it sounds like. It sounds I know like a bad man. word. I'm not though. It's called funkin dojo. Yeah. You got to watch how you say that, kids. Yeah. The Hardy Boys, the Hardy Boys, the Hardy Boys started their run as a popular tag team with uh, with the uh, win over I can't make out the names. Sorry, guys. Anyways, they uh, <clears throat> they started in uh, September twenty seventh of nineteen ninety eight on Sunday Night Heat. Then they, uh, after that, they got the uh, a manager, Michael P.S. Hayes, and then they started eventually uh, getting old, getting notarized, beating other tag teams. They defeated the uh, Accolades at the time. That was the top team of the year, t- tag team of the year, and they were their tag team cha- uh, champions. They beat them, and then they eventually uh, dumped the man, dumped their manager, Michael P.S. Hayes. <clears throat> and just uh, kept the tag team. 
Well, then against uh, this is when uh, Edge and T Edge and Christian and uh, them kind of came in the picture too, and they was in this uh, uh, a tournament, a tag team tournament, and it came down to the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. And during this time, they also gained notoriety as a faction with Lita. That's when Lita started coming into the picture. Oh, I remember when she used to go back, back to the Hardys, back to Edge, back to the Hardys, back to Edge. And then at No Mercy of 99, that's when they won their tag belts in a ladder match, in that uh, ladder match. Oh, yeah, I remember Mom used to go, oh, my gosh. And then at SummerSlam, the Hardy Boys uh, were defeated in the first ever, ever TLC match for the Tag Team Championships. That's a table, ladders, and chairs match. Mm-hmm. They lost the belts to Edge and Christian. That was a good feud they had. And plus, that was a cool match with Yes, Jeff it Hardy was. Jeff Hardy managed to come back and win that title from Edge. Uh-huh. Well, they lost that at the first TLC match, so that means they lost their belts. Well, then they kept kind of feuding with them, and they lost the the team lost the titles again uh, a month later to Bull Buchanan and the Godfather. Then on November, uh, it was on November sixth, uh, two thousand, when that happened. An episode of Raw. And then on that same episode, Edge and Christian came out and assaulted the Harder Boys, allowing the right to consider to pick up the win and title. So they got screwed by Edge and Christian. Oh my gosh, the way you said that? Yes. Now let's go to their... uh, Well... Before I talk about their split, they had some real good matches. They had the first ladder match, remember, at that WrestleMania in New Orleans, I believe it was. Um, That was a good match. They had some really good matches. They had some good feuds with the Dudley Boys, too, in the TLC matches. Them and Edge and Christian. They all had some dang good matches. Yeah, but the Jeff Hardys, I don't know how they do it. They manage the kind of tables. Yes. Throw Christian off an edge and then win the tables. Yes, it's crazy. Because both of the Douglas turned to the finisher on Edge until they screwed. And so Edge speared both of them through the table. And they're like, oh. And then Edge had to throw Hardy into the table until the Hardy. Right in the face. And Matt was like, okay, just my opportunity. And Christian got back up until he needed him around the mouth and got back down. And that's how they won. Yeah. Yes, but they was a very good tag team together. And they had like the first, like I said, first a lot of first, you know. But that first ladder match was freaking amazing. Freaking. But the... Uh, in 2003, that's when they had the big bad split. Oh, yeah. And then when they split up, <clears throat> you know, of course, at first, they fought each other because they were brothers. So it was like, you know, one was, I can't remember, Jeff was like, oh, Matt was like, you always held me down, blah, 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 I don't need you. And they turned, they they fought each other at some, at a, I can't remember which pay-per-view. 
But uh, after that, though, Jeff began a storyline with The Undertaker while Matt... Uh, Okay, I take that back. When uh, Jeff Hardy started his storyline with The Undertaker, Matt then uh, attacked Jeff because Jeff had a match with for the Intercontinental Championship. And Matt was then moved to the SmackDown brand where he dubbed himself Matt Version 1. Remember Matt oh, yeah. Version 1? He told Lita started caring about the Women's Championship and... Now he's like, I'm more than your title, huh? Until they broke up. Yeah. It was kind of good since they're like, make long arm from each other. Then he picked up a real life friend in Sean Moore. And briefly, Cash Holly was uh, was as follows. He later won the uh, Cruiserweight Championship with uh, Billy Kidman. At against Billy Kidman for at No Way Out, and then Jeff was released from the WWE in 2003 for uh, some bad behavior and stuff. Wow. Yeah, Jeff was released. <coughs> Within following his relief, Jeff debuted on TNA Total Nonstop Action in 2004, where he did pretty good. I mean, he he did all right there. I think I like his uh, Wick Wicca character he did and stuff. But the thing with Jeff, man, he he had some bad demons and some bad problems, and it kind of kind of took a took over him and kind of helped his career back, you know. But we're gonna Matt stay at the meantime. Matt stayed, and at that when he left, if y'all remember, Matt had the feud with uh, MVP for a while, and then uh, he had some other feuds and stuff. But he was doing pretty good on his own with that Matt version one and stuff, you know. But he, he was doing good there. But then they both returned to the WWE, and and after this, we'll because uh, Jackson's tired. I'll try to cut this short. Then they returned to the WWE at at WrestleMania 33. The Hardy Boys made an announcement returning to the WWF after a host the uh, New Day announced that the triple threat ladder match for the Raw 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 Tag Team Championships. Yes, the Hardy Boys won, remember? We was watching that when they came back because we was yeah. like, oh my God. And it was just Biggie and Alexander. And yes. Going to England, going, hey, stop that until Matt Hardy came out of nowhere with the twist of fate. And then Kofi was like, oh. Yeah. So Biggie was like, you're going to get it now until you twist the fate. Him and yeah. Alexander then back in the ring and one, two, three, done. Kofi was pretty mad out Yes. Him. He's like, oh, I'm going to get you back. <laughs> It was cool when they came back. They got a huge pop, man. Yeah, it was everybody, everybody was cheering and yeah, kick his ass. Hardies, hardies. But yeah, but now uh, Jeff is still wrestling there. Yeah, but he's still doing. He's he's had some uh, good hell on the cell matches here lately. Not here lately. I'd say in the past couple of year year or two. Yeah, 
Yeah. He had some uh, good matches with Randy. Yeah, but Randy always has to throw out the cheat somehow. Yeah. Well, he always, he's been having some good matches with, uh, you know, like I said, him. And I think Seamus and him had a little feud going for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I then. But they had it for a very yeah. long time. And then the WWE released Matt, you know, a couple years ago, a year or two ago. Well, then he showed up at AEW, so he's over there now. And that's another show y'all can check out. Check out AEW. I mean, if you like the WWE, watch it. We watch both. Yeah. We just like wrestling. Like, it was towards the end when it came out. Everybody was like, Matty, Matt, 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 Matt. And so, but that was funny how Matt and Sting look at each other. They're like, what are you doing here? Yeah. They're like, what'd you say, man? Yeah, but now they're like teaming up with um, Debbie Allen. But yeah. But they want to get, like, to, like, get on a team together or else Debbie Allen will, like, try to come in and match it in the field in trouble. But I hope y'all enjoyed our show today. Sorry if stuff was a little off. Like I said, I got this printer, and I'm learning how to use it. And I kind of made my print a little small, so I was doing a lot of squinting. So, yeah, it just, that printer helps out. It's not, uh, not as much writing. It's time <laughs> me and my dad's yeah. first time doing it. So, yeah, so give us a little bit. I won't sound like a stuttering idiot. <sighs> Next time I'll be sounding better and have be more prepared. Didn't realize this was going to be so long, but we're tired. It's been a long week. I'm glad you guys are listening to us and keep coming back. Jackson appreciates it, don't you, buddy? Yeah, because I appreciate like all your guys commenting all around the world. That's yes, the UK like sure likes us. Y'all remember to hit them like buttons. And the subscribe button. And make them gray. And download. And don't make them gray. I mean. <laughs> you don't know. Make, make them great. Yeah. No. Make them gray. Don't make them red. That's bad. We want, we want I don't know what he's talking about. It's much. late. He's late. But you guys, I'm glad y'all listened to us. But we are on Spotify. We got a YouTube. No, we don't got a YouTube channel yet. We're, we're, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeart. Um can't remember we're on some other stuff i'm trying to get us more out there so <laughs> but you th thank you guys for uh, listening to us every week and all that but uh this has been what buddy wrestling one-on-one -on -one with jackson <coughs> do co-host jackson booth signing host host jackson your host jackson booth signing off and i am your co-host <laughs> Stephen Booth, and we will see you later, brother. And this will be coming out tomorrow, maybe even tonight. Jackson, when they hear this, it will be tomorrow, because it'll be coming out tomorrow. So don't tell them it'll be it's coming out tomorrow, because they'll think, yeah, this is pre-recorded, buddy. This isn't live. I know. So don't be so shy. You're getting better, though. He's getting better. Yeah. But, yeah, you guys, I hope you have a good rest of the week. Thank you guys for listening to us, though. But I am Stephen Booth, and this is Jackson Booth. And I'm better than you, and you know it. All right, guys. Peace. We'll see you later, man. Have a good day, guys. Peace. Bye.